Bung bung. ClayMcMathComedy.com for all my dates. We have got another SA Comedy Roadshow coming up in Kingscote, Kangaroo Island on the 26th of August. Get your tickets ASAP. We have sold out our last two or three of these shows, so don't miss out, everybody out there in Kangaroo Island. Um, I've got a lot of shows actually up, probably the most um, that I've had since the new website has started up. So jump on, have a look at the dates, buy some tickets to any of those. Uh, And welcome to the potty is obviously brought to you by Bung Bung Coffee. As always, the best dark roast around. You're talking about a roast of beans, a blend of beans from Honduras, Peru, Colombia and Brazil. The best South American coffee countries. Um, We've blended those all together for the best bean you could ever imagine. I mean, whatever your favorite bean is, think about that. Mmm. Now double it. That's Bung Bung Bean. BungBungCoffee.com for all your Bung Bung Coffee needs. We've got ground coffee. We've got beans. We've got keep cups because we're, we're keeping it green. Okay, poet, and, and I know it. So BungBungCoffee.com, and because you're a Welcome to the Potty listener, 15% off. Enter promo code potty. That's P-O-double-D-Y, P-O-double-D-Y at BungBungCoffee.com. That's B-U-N-G-B-U-N-G Coffee.com. 15% off all orders. Let's start the show. Welcome to Welcome to the Party. Best show on the internet. Ask anybody. You know it's easy money. Sit back, relax, get your headphones, everybody. Welcome to Welcome to the Party. Blackout in the booth. Every episode's a party. We go hard like Ricky Bobby. Tell a friend to tell a friend. This is Welcome to the Party. Welcome to the Party. Bang. Bang! It's your man Claytron, aka the Big Boss Man, aka the Clumsy Jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the Milkman, because I always deliver, uh, aka, um, I don't know, the Mummy or something, something dead. Because I don't know if Rachel's trying to pull Kenny down right now, but I scream because it's not the middle of the night. Um, we're we're recording again on a weekend and um i felt like i could use my voice we got board man back in the booth back we're back you got that morning energy I yeah like yeah i'm feeling good feeling great got a brew um they don't get a shout out but shout out to young blood beer um go to youngblood.beer if you want to order some of that that shit is delicious i just don't have any um on my person at the moment so just drinking um subpar beer instead Yep. No, no, no offense, because this is actually decent beer, um, but I'm not giving him a shout out. That's all. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. How's your week been, man? Since the last episode of the Welcome to the Potty podcast, there's actually there's actually a bit to talk about this week, um, instead of only movies. So, Rach went away for a girls' trip. We, um, she's got a friendship group that all have kids. Some have two kids. And they all left their kids at home and went to Port Vincent for the weekend. So um, I had Kenny for the weekend. It was awesome. Um, He's just, yeah, he was just so easy. Uh, Went to sleep when he had to go to sleep. Hung out a lot. But that's why the, uh, I apologize for the episode uh, getting released late this week. But I didn't have any time on the weekend to get it together. So that's why. Um, But it was, yeah, such a good weekend. We went to your place, watched the footy with the young man and he yeah. um yeah just new environment so he just likes to just roam around the yeah, whole time just on the move and 
constantly eating. But yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's his life. So that was yeah, that was pretty sick. We had a show last week, SA Comedy Road show, sold out show, um, and that was awesome as well. That was so much fun at Eulaberry Wines. So hopefully they have us back because that was that was awesome. Just sold out. The crowd was into it. It was different sort of shaped room. So picture this. If I'm where the stage is, mm-hmm. I've got half the crowd here and it's an L-shaped room. So I've got half the crowd here and half the crowd here and that's a corner over there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so like had to sort of yeah, practice a- like the direction and um, it just kind of, it like came more naturally than I thought Okay. because I, I thought that I might get stuck just talking to like one one side of the room but nah that was fine because you think about you see a lot of comedy specials get that get done in the round where it's like a a stage in the middle and there's like 360 yeah yeah i can't imagine that'd be so strange yeah i feel like i'd get dizzy like walking around in circles or work every angle of the ground yeah like have i done this pocket yet or yeah so that'd be cool i'd like to do that one day but you have to have a pretty decent crowd to, <laughs> to even think about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a sick gig. That was a sick gig. We obviously have the Kangaroo Island show coming up in about a month. So everyone, if you're going to be in Kangaroo Island or Kingscope specifically at the end of August, jump onto claimingmathcomedy.com and get tickets for that. This week, work, hectic for both of us. I'm not going to get into that boring. Um, and then I had a gig last night. Oh, went to the zoo. Yeah, how was that? First, Kenny's first trip to the zoo. So we've been to a petting zoo before, but that's all just like, you know, llamas and that. Yeah. This was African animals and like other animals. So little penguins, like this big. What are they called again? I didn't... I couldn't find the information sign, but I just saw a, um, there was a sign that said little penguins, but I think that okay. was more for kids' sake. Yeah. Yeah. Not the scientific name. No. no. Uh, Midgetus penguinus, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that, they were cool. Two of them started swimming too. And I couldn't believe the speed these guys swim with. They just use their little wings, I suppose, flaps. Yeah. And they just, power through the water like the bat they don't kick or anything they have to man they gotta like, evade sharks and shit yeah but that was that was i didn't want to leave that bit and that was kenny's maybe favorite bit as well and that was the first thing we saw no no pandas were out so that's a bit of like you should get your money back or something for the pandas yeah no pandas no orangutan like is that the most exciting was was that like the animal you were looking forward to seeing the most pandas yeah dude my whole instagram Algo is pandas eating. Yeah, right. I reckon every third post is a panda eating, and yeah, then man. an ad of some fucking bullshit, like neon signs. I get, I get so many ads for neon I, signs. I saw that pop up yesterday, actually. And that, that neon sign one. I've never clicked on it. I've never bought a neon sign. Have, have you hovered over it for a certain amount of yeah, time? Yeah, yeah. Because they've got a you. girl that they they talk to that looks like Angela White. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Well, let's not let's not uh, get into it. Okay. Uh, yeah, orangutan wasn't there. Pandas weren't there. So that you know, give me twenty bucks back or something. The tiger had cubs, six month old cubs, and yeah. they were all sleeping right up against the glass. So I saw that picture. That looked yeah, cool. yeah. So Kenny was super interested in that. 
which was dope. He loved the meerkats, sea yeah. lion. Sea lion's section was a bit small, I thought. It made me sad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, whole, the whole place does, man. Like, it's so cool to see these animals up close, but, yeah, you, you leave with this sort of sad feeling that yeah. they're confined to such small spaces for what should be free-roaming. Yeah, and I get it for the purposes of, like, breeding or, or whatever, like, um, conservation. yeah. But when you've got, like, you've got kangaroos there and shit, like, what do you need them to be caged up for? That's not fair. Yeah. Giraffes. Now, giraffes blew my mind. These things are so big and their necks are so long. And, like, you kind of like, why, like, why does this thing exist? Yeah. Okay. It's so crazy, dude. They're so tall man and their their enclosure like they're mostly outside but they've got like an inside bit where they probably sleep and you just look at the door and it's like it's so big and i was yeah, just like that building is the sized door yeah man. yeah i've I was been like, there for so long but i remember the door you saw yeah that building is the biggest building here and i was just like kind of funny but i was just like look at the neck on this next yeah it's pretty it's pretty crazy i guess it's just a eat from the treetops could could have long legs. Like I just don't. How how? But what are you saying? They should have like, or they could have super long legs and just or, regular size necks. Or that'd look nuts. Or meet in the middle and just be like in proportion and just be a giant animal. Just be a horse. Yeah, it's just nuts. It's just a crazy animal and it's like the geometric shapes on its body, like mm. so beautiful and perfect. And I don't and why I don't get it. Yeah. It's mystery of nature. Yeah, I loved I loved yeah. seeing those. And again, just like they've got more space though, and they don't need it. They don't even run around or anything. You know, they just walk. So they had a lot of space. So I didn't feel didn't really feel sorry for them like I did with the sea lion. Mm-hmm. The sea lion and the birds specifically were the two things that I really was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about the the big cats? They've got bigger areas. Yeah, I just feel like. And it'd be pretty, pretty like inhumane, I guess, to just put a live animal in there for it to go catch. But I feel like they're mm. just missing that aspect of their life. Oh yeah, like you can never re-release them. Yeah, and there'd just be something in them, like naturally, they'd just want to grab something that's alive and rip its throat out. But that's just something they'll never get to do in captivity. Yeah, well, you know, some idiots sometimes dangle their kids yeah. over, so they okay, like every decade they get to, they get a real nice oh, live what, feed. What was the uh, what was the gorilla's name? Oh, Harambe. Yeah, man. I can't believe they killed that gorilla. They should have killed the parent of the kid. That's what mm-hmm. they should have done. Oh, uh, rest in peace, Harambe. Yeah, I think we got a whole episode on that. But, um, yeah, it wasn't the, it's not the animal's fault. I, I'm the same with sharks. When when someone gets eaten by a shark and then they all go out and they try to kill a shark, it's like, so that shark did what it was supposed to do in its own house. It didn't swim up on land and start attacking people. Someone jumped in its house, dude. Yeah. I just want to know how, they, how they're how they so certain that they found the shark as well before they Again, it. they're not. It's ridiculous. It's so annoying. And then it's like, what, do you think now this is never going to happen again? Yeah, we've taught them a lesson. Like, yeah. It's craziness, dude. But, yeah. yeah, the birds, dude, we walked through the aviary and while when we were just about at the end of it, everything started making noise. And I was like, this is Boardman's version of a haunted house. 
Yeah, you won't catch me in there. Yeah, I was soon. like, I was like, Lavelle would have hated this. <laughs> yeah, not, not my cup of tea. The aviary was okay, but there's there are smaller cages like the macaws, big parrots. They had like smaller cages, and I'm like, that bird needs to be free, man. And my dad, my dad used to date a girl named Rachel, actually. And she was a psycho. And um, he told me, actually, don't ever get with a girl named Rachel. Now now look at me. Yeah, it's crazy how life works. Yeah. And I should have known from the start. I think I was only like 10 or something. But she had ferrets. She had ferrets in a cage outside. And she had birds in a cage inside. Now, I didn't fuck with ferrets, so I wasn't going to free those. But I freed the birds, bro. A freedom. How'd that go down? Um, I don't remember. I don't remember being. I don't remember getting in trouble though. Okay, that's pretty pretty wild. Just releasing someone's pets. You shouldn't have. Pet, you shouldn't have birds in a cage, man. Yeah, you just shouldn't have birds. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> but like this is like you know the classic sort of dome shaped cage that's like this big. So like budgies, or two something. budgies. Yeah, okay. And I'm just like this. They're just like living in their own shit. You know, like there's just shit all over the bottom of the cage. I was like, these birds, at 10 years old, I was like, these birds cannot be in here. And I opened the cage and I accidentally left it open. And then I accidentally left the front door open. And those birds are free, dude, and probably dead now. But um, they, they, they got crack. a taste of freedom. Yeah. Yeah. 12 years a cage, they were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, MJ was the name of one of them after Michael Jordan. I can't remember the name of the other one, but free, uh, freedom. So if there is a heaven and hell, I think I'm going to heaven. Sounds that way, man. Yeah. I think you've done your part. Yeah. Is, is there a section there with like, I forgot, I forget which type of like monkey or primate it is, but there, it's like an open aired sort of like boardwalk that you can take. Yeah. Like I think we missed that section. Okay. Yeah. But we, we bought the uh, like season pass or whatever for like a year. So we can go back as many times as we want. Okay. And we fucking will be for the price of this thing. Yeah, got to get your money's worth. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be going like twice a week yeah. <laughs> for the <laughs> next year. Um, now, nah, but you get access to like a bunch of zoos around the country if you travel. Mm-hmm. Um, Is Monado tied in? And Monado's in it too, so we've cool. got to go there too. Nice. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so big and strong. Bung bung coffee, big. Strong flavour. Competition? I don't think so. Bungbungcoffee.com. Get yours. Had a gig at Laugh Lounge in Adelaide last night. That went really well. Sold out. So shout out to Laugh Lounge for fulfilling that room up. And they were a really friendly crowd as well. And that's that's pretty much... Um, the, the space between between episodes there. How about you? Yeah, quiet week for me, man. Yeah? Yeah, not really doing much this winter. Just laying pretty low. Well, should we get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Comedy action horror Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Plays Reviews. We've got two for you today. First one, Netflix. The Outlaws, starring Adam Devine from the Workaholics uh, crew, Pierce Brosnan, 007, and people people I don't know as well. Um, oh, Blake Anderson's in it. He's the e- EMT. 
He's from Workaholics as well. Yep. So yeah, a couple of the Workaholics guys. He's he's only got a short shorter part. Is he like the brother-in-law or something? I think so. Yeah. Who else? Nina Dobrev. Which one was that? The the wife. The wife. Yeah, I don't really know her. She's on this show that I used to watch a little bit back in the day. I always wondered what happened to her. It's called called Vampire Diaries. Like way back when I was in high school. Yeah, so I've never a few watched episodes. That. I always thought she was pretty cute. Yeah, and then she kind of just fell off the face of the earth. Mm, well, I'm sure yeah. she's been in stuff, but yeah, hadn't seen her for like nearly fifteen years, and here she is. Yeah, makes makes a comeback to the world of board man. She's back. Um, she wasn't really major character in it. She was really supporting, like barely even supporting. More yeah. of like a just a she's in it to she's be in it. To be the fiance, but the main characters were Adam Devine and then Pierce Brosnan and the, the other older lady. Um, uh, what was her name? Who I thought carried it, Ellen Barkin. Ellen Barkin. So S- I thought seen her in a few things. But yeah, I couldn't tell you what though. Nothing notable. Yeah. So her and I thought those two, the older, um, the in-laws. I thought I thought they carried the movie. Really, I thought they were the best. Um, had what's his name. The black comedian uh, Lil Rel Howery, yeah, he he was good in his little bits as well. Um, and Adam, you know, Adam Devine is he's got you know he's got his comedy chops. He was fine, I guess. Just to break the movie, not break it down, but just the the plot is um, the guy Adam, I forget what his name was in the movie, Owen. Owen, he's meeting his in laws for the first time, pretty much right before the wedding, and. Then and he works at a bank, and the bank gets robbed. And something that the robber does makes him think, "I think this is my in-laws' parents. I mean, my fiance's parents. I think this is my in-laws." And that's where the pun is: the outlaws. Yeah, yeah. Um, I for movies like this, it's hard to like really break down anything from it. It just is what it is. It's an action comedy, which I think they all kind of need to be now. It's hard. To, it's hard to just have a comedy these days no one's making them they used to make like i felt like every week a comedy was coming out in the movies yeah i, I agree man these my thoughts as well when i was watching it it, mm. it just kind of felt like it's been a while since i've seen a movie like this yeah there's no like it's no hidden message or anything it's no. just, just jokes for the sake of jokes yeah really. just an entertaining hour and a half or whatever it was yeah and it was it was it was like fun but it wasn't anything special and um, yep. there was like some pretty unique gags in it, which is which is always good. But you you know where it's going, and there's even the action scenes weren't like it doesn't seem like it would have been high budget. Like I'm sure it was twenty million dollars or something, but not two hundred million like a Marvel movie. You know, like yeah. there wasn't anything too crazy happening in it, stunt wise or graphics wise. There wasn't, but I feel like. The one car chase scene probably had a bigger budget than the entire next movie we're going to talk about. I think the star of the next movie probably got paid more than the whole movie yeah, of the Outlaws. In terms <laughs> of actually filming it, though, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But we'll get to that. Yeah, but I guess the the one thing that like I can relate to from a um, personal aspect in this movie is just like in laws. I don't believe I've ever been in a situation like this guy of like, fuck, I just need, I just, I'm so desperate to impress these people. Yeah. It's also a pretty wild, like, premise. 
of not meeting your in-laws until like a couple of days before you're about to get married. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a few movies like that, but I, I just don't know of anyone that that's actually happened to in real life. Yeah. Rach met my mum on our first date, I guess. So I met Rach on a Saturday night. She came over on the Sunday and my mum busted into the room and she met my mum because I lived at home at the time. That was starting to sound like the start of a Craig David song. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) What happened on Monday and Tuesday, dude? In the movies, there's always like the overprotective father with the – and the, the son, like, is trying to be accepted or the, or the daughter's like, he's not that bad, you know? Like, mm. I've I've never really been in that situation. I think that's really – I think that's a really corny thing to do to somebody. Like, as a, as a dad. Like, intimidate them. Yeah. 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 Like, the best one, obviously, is from uh, Bad Boys – I think the first Bad Boys – Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence and Will Smith yeah. at the door with that guy. Nigga, you at least 40. Yeah. 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 Um, that's hilarious. But like, I've yeah, I, I don't think I've ever felt that before. Have you, do you think? No, not me personally. Not Another movie that comes to mind, though, is probably um, Meet the Parents. Oh, like yeah. The OG one. Yeah, yeah. In my mind, anyway. And he's like a CIA. Yeah. Yeah, and he's or doing the human, the human lie detector test yeah. and shit. Yeah. That's such a weird, like, change in direction for his career. Do you know what I mean? Like, he was just always a gangster and then he just, like, was in all these family films. Yeah. Yeah, legendary career, anyway. Yeah. Oh, he still, I mean, he still did The Irishman a couple of years ago and I'm sure he's got some other crazy shit coming out before. Just had a kid. Just had a kid, dude. Yeah. Don't know if I can agree with it. No, I'm not. And who's the other bloke? Al Pacino just Al Pacino, happened. yeah. They're both 80. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I think that's irresponsible. Yeah, agreed. So, best case scenario, you... I mean, best case, you live to your, to your 100 and the kid gets to know you for 20 years, which is solid. Crazy having a joint party with your kid, like you're turning 85 and they're turning 5. Yeah. It's, yeah. You're, you're like, you can't even eat cake because you can't eat solids anymore. Like You're on the same diet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're eating baby food. You're going backwards. They're they're progressing up to like cake and like lollies and stuff, and you're you're eating applesauce. Crazy man. Anyway, and worst case, worst case scenario, like you only make it to your ninety, and the kid has a dad for ten years. Mm, I don't even know if that's worst case. Yeah, worst case, you don't make it to the first birthday. Yeah. Which is realistic at that age. 80 years old. Yeah. Yeah, this movie just was... Is good. I'm glad that they're making movies like this because it's been a while. It's so rare for a comedy to come out, I think, at the moment. So I was happy to see it, but it just um, it just didn't blow my mind. I only gave it a five. Okay. I'm going with a six. Six? Yeah. Yeah, it was just good to have, have a laugh. I like the little like callbacks and references they made to... It's like one to 007. There was another one I thought was pretty funny. I liked the I liked the just, James Bond um, callback. Yeah, it's just it's just nice to watch something where there was just no element of seriousness. At yeah, all. yeah, it was very silly and not yeah, and like you said before, no message where like you had to like get into your like ethics or morals yeah, or anything. Nothing. It just it's was just, like it was just ridiculous silliness for an hour and a half. A silly goose time. Yeah, which is why we're all here. Next movie. 
Amazon Prime, The Whale. Critically acclaimed, I'm late to the party. Brendan Fraser plays fat gay guy. I don't know the names of any of the other actors, but it's there's a the girl. I think she's the girl from Stranger Things. Yeah, she yeah, is the, the redheaded chick yep. from Stranger Things. Yeah, she was great. She she was the daughter Sadie Sink. Sadie Sink, that's right. The Asian lady was great. The mother, so his ex wife, very short stint in the film, but she added so much. I think she played an important role. And then the um the guy from New Life, the religious guy. Mm. So was that five characters? Yeah. Um there's a pizza guy, but he was there for one second. And one setting. And this what what you can do in the space of one setting is um is pretty impressive. You don't want all movies to come out like this, but the first movie that I can think of that was made like that is is called Twelve Angry Men. That's it's from like the nineteen fifties, I think. And it's a it's twelve men that are jurors and I think one disagrees with the verdict and they're they're all like arguing stuff for the whole movie in the the jurors room. Yeah, okay. Um and that was that's like an unreal watch if you ever get the chance to watch that. It's uh, I think I've given it like maybe a nine, nine point five. Yeah, or well, something. okay. Yeah. But this the the there's so many layers to this this movie. There's the the mental health aspect, I guess. He's mourning. We don't figure that out really until a bit further into like why he got so fat, but I think he was like heavy before. Yeah, so it sounded like he was always a bigger dude. Yeah, but he really let himself get out of control um because of a traumatic event. Yeah. I might actually mention. I might actually mention the event. Is that is that a spoiler? I guess. Fast forward oh. thirty seconds if you don't want to hear this. His boyfriend died. Basically, he was part of this new life church, um, and was um, then disowned by his family, and he stopped eating. Died basically from what sounds like malnutrition and and mental health. Mm. And then this guy's response is overeating, yeah. which is which was interesting. I thought there was like there was obviously some narrative around mental health in this movie, but also around maybe how gluttonous the United States are as well, especially in that like sort of northwest area. I thought, yeah, I thought they were sort of commenting on that. Mm-hmm. There was obviously the the relationship with his daughter that he was trying to, he knew he was dying and he wanted to reconnect before then, which was a very short window. And they made that apparent by every new day, they would say like, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in the bottom of the screen. Like basically, it was basically a countdown. Countdown to the, yeah, inevitable. Yeah. He was trying to reconnect with his daughter who's obviously having a hard time and so she's acting out as well. Then they also, again, it's like very Northwest focused. So they they had a big focus on religion. Religion played a part in his ex-partner's death and life. It played a part in 
this one character who was trying to sell the religion played a part in him being lost and also being found. But it also showed there was there was more commentary on religion in terms of like what their thought process is in terms of being holier than thou, right? We we know the answers, we know how to go to heaven, but we also do the wrong thing. The wrong things in this movie were stealing the Bible, smoking pot, stealing from the church, and you know, the wrong things that we see in like mass media or not even sometimes is, you know, the treatment of young boys or young children in the church. Mm. So I thought that was pretty, um, I thought that was pretty interesting how they, they showed like this guy thinks that he's got the answers. He knows how to make God forgive you for being like this gluttonous homosexual, but he's over there doing the wrong shit consistently. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah good pick up. Didn't didn't really pick up on that angle of it. That was like maybe the my main takeaway. Okay. Yeah. In terms of how it was filmed, like we said, the it was the the one setting. Um, you know, they had different rooms in the in the home, but majority of the time he's on the couch, and they did a lot of these big swooping shots from like if you're um brendan frazier the camera started like here and it came like around like this and back up these big like swooping shots and i i I don't know but i thought that um they were very they were very long and slow the the camera it was almost and it kind of looked like a whale swimming through the ocean okay I thought, I thought. I don't know if I was, like, giving it too much. I, I might need to rewatch one of these scenes. Oh, I didn't get that. But also, I I think I saw this, like, nearly two months ago. Yeah, so yeah, you a, saw it. It's not as fresh in my yeah. mind as, as yours. The one thing that I I didn't quite... I think I've got some, some idea, but the bird out of the window. Was the message of that, like, you know, he's this gluttonous pig, right? He's just so... He's caught up in his own emotions and all he can do is feed himself. Like that's, he's so internal. He's only thinks about himself. He's hasn't seen his daughter for eight years, but he feeds this bird out the window. Like he's got, he does have some type of care for something outside of himself. Was that, was that what that was? Yeah, I guess so. Cause the girl did, she saw the bird and she saw that there was a plate with food on it. So she, she did see that. Yeah. So she, I think she could see that like he did have some fathering in him. Yeah. But I guess like if he really cared about himself so much, and I don't know if this is a spoiler alert, but it sounded like he did have a bit of money and he could have seeked help, but he put that money aside for his daughter. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I guess there are a few parts of the film that were showing like he did care about others. Because if, if he really only cared about himself, like surely you would have spent that money on the healthcare he needed to keep you, to extend your life. Wasn't his? I, I don't I don't know if I call it disability. Wasn't his thing though? Like, wasn't that like a a slow, selfish suicide? Yeah, like he knew he was killing himself. He had the money aside for his daughter, which was, you know, which was great. 
but I don't think he wanted help. But he wanted he wanted the help while he was alive from his his friend, who I won't actually say uh, that, relationship that relationship. I won't is. I won't go yeah. into. But um, he wanted her help. She was a nurse um, to sort of help him get up and down and transfer and you know get his food from the kitchen so he doesn't have to get up out of his that, chair. That was a really selfish relation, relationship. When I discovered who it was, yeah. I, I, I felt sick. Yeah, he was taking the piss with that one. Yeah. Um, especially when, like, because he was complaining about the cost of healthcare, mm. which, again, it's more, it's like, I didn't even think of this when I watched it. I, I've got all this stuff written down, but, like, again, it's got like politi- these political statements in the movie, like healthcare in the US is expensive and fucked up. So yeah, that is a concern for many people. Maybe it didn't need to be for him because he did have money. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, a lot of people are just killing themselves instead of going to to get help in the US because they don't want to go into debt or they don't want to leave debt with their families when they do yeah. pass away. So yeah, I didn't even think about that. But it, it, this this shit had so many layers the whole thing was like this dark sort of blue lit thing. And then at the crescendo of the movie, it like sort of this massive beam of light and colorization came in, which I really enjoyed that last scene, bro. Had me absolutely weak. So the, uh, the walk, the walk, the walk. I'm not lying. When I say this, this is not for comedic effect. I was on the couch. <laughs> bro i couldn't i could not compose myself dude it had me fucked up (laughs) yeah it's a sad film man i wasn't quite at that level oh i was yeah sad the entire time i was watching it yeah it's just nothing to feel good about oh and the the response to the pizza guy seeing him yeah, how'd, how'd that go down again? So he ordered pizza throughout the movie probably three yeah. times. And you'd always hear this guy's voice. And yeah, like and you say, oh, my name's Dan, you know. Yeah. Uh, and the first time he'd say, yeah, the money's in the mailbox. Um, just leave the pieces on the thing. And then the next time he'd be like, oh, hi, it's Dan again. And he'd be like, yeah, just – and be like, yeah, yeah, money's in the mailbox. Just leave him here. He's like, yep. The next time he's like, hey, man, just wanted to make sure you're okay. He's like, yeah, I'm fine. Money's in there. He's like, yeah, I've got it. Walks away. And he goes out to get his pizzas his third time. Yeah. And the guy's yeah, standing at the stairs. And he look he sees him, he's like, oh shit, and he runs away. Yeah. Um, and then he has a fucking full like mental health. He purges on food. Yeah. He's eating candy and chips and chicken and pizza. He's doubling pizza up and like dropping it in his mouth. It, yeah. it was disgusting. It was. And then he starts throwing up. Obviously, he's like over you know, overfilled his belly. Yeah. God. Just, just carrying a lot of shame around just all throughout the film. Yeah. Like that. And then the classes he teaches with the webcam off. Yeah. Yeah. And then his truthful moment when he, he shows them what he looks like and they're all like, they've got their phones out and some of them are like, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that takes me back to the, the religious guy who, you know, he's like, I, you know, I, I, I don't think you're disgusting. Like God doesn't think you're disgusting, and then all it took was him to, to sort of say a couple of things to him. He's like, "You don't think I'm disgusting? Like I've got this ba- this f- 
fat sack on my back that's turned brown and the, and open sores on my ass. And, and the guy's like, yes, you're fucking disgusting. I think you're disgusting. It's like, took him two seconds. Like, you're not, just because you have this religion does not make you, than yeah, that. like yeah. you think you're something that you're really not. The religious stuff I like, I really, um, was what stuck with me, I think, the most in the movie. Um, I do want to say, I forgot I forgot to go through snacks. Did you do snacks for um, the Outlaws? I can't remember. I'll, I'll have a think. What did you have? I can't remember what I had for the Outlaws, but for um, for the whale, I was eating uh, a burrito. Shit. <laughs> Me and Rach had burritos for dinner, and Rach was like, I can't, I can't eat and watch this. <laughs> I can't remember what I was eating when I watched the whale, but I do remember I gave myself the nickname Baby Whale while yeah. I was watching it. I was just <laughs> yeah. eating some shit, feeling bloated after yeah. that. Yeah, that, that was, um, because even before the purging scene, like, um, you know, he's eating like meatball subs, he almost chokes on it, and she, she like body slams him to, to Heimlich him because he's so big. Because he's, yeah. he's he's huge. He's pretty tall as well. Yeah. Like he's a big boy. Absolute whale of a man. Yeah. And it's the 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 title, the whale is a double entendre because they're talking about like Moby Dick, Moby Dick. throughout because he's a yeah. writing teacher as well. So mm-hmm. um it's based on a play. I don't know who wrote it, but pretty um like really, really well done. Feeling tired? Fuck that. Perk up and level up with Bung Bung Coffee's delicious modern dark roast. Your favourite brewer's favourite brew. BungBungCoffee.com I've been thinking about this since I watched it. It was early this week, maybe Tuesday. Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about it and I've been thinking, what would I score this? How do I take points away from this movie? Fuck. All right, here we go. <laughs> and I couldn't do it. I gave this a 10 out of 10. Is, is this the first one? No. It's the first one in a long, long time. Oh, I can't remember ever hearing those words out of your mouth. The last, I can't even remember the, which one was the last one. I, I think the Joker was up there, maybe 9.5 or 10. Interstellar was definitely a 10. You know, we're going back. We're reaching yeah, back, now. back now. I think The Revenant, I gave a 10. Again, that's six, seven years ago or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a really good movie, man. I remember I felt felt the same as you after I watched it. It was probably like a week there where everyone I spoke to, I was like, have you seen The Whale? Yeah. Like, yeah, it sticks with you. It's a good film. Yeah. What did you What did you give it? Uh, thinking back on it, probably, I was pretty close. I was probably thinking around like an 8.5 yep. to a 9. I thought I thought it was really good. Where where would it where would it have lost points for you? I think that last scene. I didn't like the fade to light. Right. Okay. I was just like, is that is this how it's ending? I don't know what I wanted from the ending though. Mm. That for me personally, that wasn't it. And it might have been symbolic with the whole like religious nature of the film that you were talking about. Yeah. Um. And well, like they're talking about Moby Dick, the white whale. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. Fade to white, the white whale. Yeah. And just like. Hit spoiler alert. Um, okay, so he... Just the, the, the reconnection with his daughter. She's reading her essay that she wrote in like fifth grade or something to him. 
and that gets him up. It's a callback from earlier in the film where she tells him, you know, get up and walk over here, you fat fuck, or whatever she says, Mm -hmm. and he can't do it. And then in his dying moments, she reads that fucking poem to him or essay to him, and he gets up and he walks over to her. And as fucking beautiful as that was, I did laugh a little bit because I was like, what? Like, did he fall on her? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's the ending. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I just thought like, like the white light, white whale, and just like the the final like. Right at his death, they connected. She called him daddy and the colour the colour popped. Her hair was like actual bright red. Like, yeah, I just thought it was so beautiful and I was there weeping, dude. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Can't believe it. Shit. I wasn't expecting a 10. Because, you know, because it was hyped up, this movie. Yeah. Like, because, yeah. you know, Brendan Fraser makes his remake, his... Um, He's, uh, you know, he re-enters Hollywood. He's, he's mm-hmm. making his comeback. He wins an Oscar. They're saying this movie's great. I'm like, yeah, right. The, oh, the music as well um, was intense. Intense for the whole movie. Um, and slow as well. Like slow and like almost like whales, like the whale call kind of shit. It was all, it was all, everything was like, purposefully done it wasn't like oh let's chuck this in it's like pretty cool song it was like everything was yeah i i can't fault it no it's good good flick unreal scenes anything else you wanted to go do you did you remember your snacks for uh i didn't remember my snacks for that but i just want to give a shout out to hungry jacks and the biscoff storm that is currently on the menu what's that so that's like it's it's, like their version of a mcflurry but it's the it's biscoff flavored What's Biscoff? It's like these little biscuits, but recently they've just gained popularity and they've made like a like a spread, a Biscoff-flavoured spread as well. Right. So this storm's got like an infusion of Biscoff crumbs and the spread. Wow. And Hungry Jacks is getting a shout-out for free on the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Yeah, I'm sorry, but this thing was so fucking good. I might stop there on the way home. I, I might go get one before yeah, I watch yeah. the footy. I don't know. Recommend it to all the listeners. <laughs> okay. Well, um, we'll that'll be a clip and we'll see if we can get uh, a little sponsorship deal. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't remember what I ate for the Outlaws. I'll, I'll, next time I'm going to have to take notes on my, my snacks as well because I want to I wanna eat snacks that relate to the movies. I think it was Tim Tams. I think I had double coat Tim Tams. Oh, yeah. It's coming back to me. Double coat like a like an armored vest when you go into the um to rob a bank. Yeah, it was on brand. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's it. That's it for this week of the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. You know what to do. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Share the show. You share the show. You you're automatically in the draw to win um free Welcome to the Potty merch. Just remember that you need to show us that you've shared it so we can we can put you in the draw. Uh, love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. And as always. Bingo, bango, bongo.